Hello everyone, welcome back to our baseball podcast, um, episode, what, what episode is it Sam? 19. Episode 19. I never know what episode it is. That's but, many episodes. Well, yeah. There's, when did we start? It was last off season, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's it's not exactly regular, given it's been no, we, like... Or, we had some gaps as well, yeah. Well, it's probably like nine months, is it, since we started? Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, it's, it's quite a few. Um, anyway, yeah, we are here to talk about the World Series. Um, and for once, we're not incredibly late. <laughs> yeah, we're actually within... Within, within 24, 24 hours. hours. Yeah, quite quite easily within 24 hours. Yeah. Within within 20 hours. Yeah. Not quite within 20 hours the game's dying, but... Yeah, I, I, I'm just... I don't know, just, just telling everyone exactly what time we're recording for some reason, but... <laughs> Anyway, there's there's a chance I'm going to be slightly incoherent and staying up for the World Series. Just mean I'm a little bit like a zombie. Yeah. Well, I guess you only get that if you actually um, have to get up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. The, the that combination is not a winning one. Yeah. So anyway, should we talk the actual baseball? Because um, so far it's been like one one and a half minutes of just nonsense. <laughs> Yeah, all right. What what about it? Ah, it's a good game, wasn't it? Basically, it's a good game. It was, it was quite good. It was up there. Um, I mean, it's, I would say that this World Series, it, despite going to Game Seven, has not been like amazing. I mean, it's been good, but it's not been like as good as a couple of the other recent ones. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know why. It- but I mean, when you get a game seven, you can't really complain, can you? I mean, it was—it's been—it's still been a really good, really good World Series. But it might just be a bit, been a bit spoiled over like the last few years. With, like, yeah. Obviously, the, the Cubs, the Cubs one was uh, pretty ridiculous with like the, you know, the extra innings stuff and that, them coming back from behind. The, when the Astros won it. I had like a couple of really dramatic games, um, but yeah, I guess I guess the difference is that there wasn't any just ridiculous games where you have loads of lead changes. I but think some of that's its what narrative is, isn't it? Really? Yeah. I think some of its narrative too is is the thing with the Astros one was I know we got the the Nationals has been the first in franchise history, but it wasn't that both teams were kind of fighting for this huge moment. I mean, obviously, the Astros winning another yeah. World Series would be would have been massive, but it's not quite the same as them winning their first one. It's not from no. a neutral's perspective. It's not as it, I, I wanted the Nationals to win this really, and I really like the Houston Astros. I just yeah, it, yeah. It's just that like the Astros done it already. They're brilliant. We know they're amazing. They yeah. win a hundred games every year. So it's not that great a story when they win another one. It's it's like the um, like with the Warriors over the last like few years with basketball and stuff like that. Or like the Patriots in football, I suppose it would be a little bit, wouldn't it? I mean, obviously they've not had a dynasty like that, but it would just sort of be like, oh, wow, it's incredibly impressive. But they were my favourites, as I was saying on all these podcasts. I think, I don't know whether I said it at the start of the year, 
but I think that they've been they may I I I feel like they've been my favourites since the start of the season. The Astros have had been, yeah, um, and it would just sort of be like impressive, but not necessarily that fun. Yeah, absolutely. They're a brilliant team. The way they've constructed their roster is fantastic, and everything. They actually have quite a lot of very likable players too, but being being the best and being almost perfect like they are isn't actually that fun no this yeah in sport in general, you're in awe really, of it like yeah once you get to a certain point of being good that yeah the te- it just <laughs> sort of takes you're, fun out of it because it's like you're just, too efficient you're yeah, too efficient. efficient you win too much there's, you're there's, you're better than everyone else everyone knows you're better than them. there are many weaknesses like, well, yeah yeah um, um so there are many comparisons I can make with that, but that, that it goes off on a completely different tangent. So I think that was part of how this World Series felt was one of the... I wasn't... I'm not even like... It sounds like I'm being anti-Astros, not at all. I would have been... I didn't really care that much who won. But if the Astros won, I would have very yeah. bit much been like, yeah, yeah, the best team that we all thought was going to win won. And it would have been... for The way it worked out as well would have been the guy they traded for that everyone thought made them... Ivan wrote it at the time, made them the undoubted favourites to win the World Series. Looked like he was going to pitch a gem and win them Game 7 of the World Series. And it would have been like, yeah, their front yeah. office was better than everyone else's. We already knew that as well. Yeah. That's, I, I, that's, the, that's the one thing I really liked about the Game 7, actually, was that, I mean, obviously, shows of his injury problems and stuff wasn't actually that dominant. But it was still like a pitcher's duel, basically, wasn't it, up to a point? Yeah. Um. But basically, the Nationals won it by managing to get Grenke out of the game, then them having to bring in some of their relievers that aren't, um, you know, the absolute top guys. Yeah. Um, which I, I is basically how the Nationals have done it, isn't it? Is they've, I mean, they have they have actually used more pitchers than I thought. I'd looked at a list because I'm not actually, I don't remember everyone who pitched in the World Series, but basically they've, they've got a very small group of pitchers that have actually pitched in important situations I think uh, in the in um, the World Series I mean you know they basically had it like it was their four starters Patrick Corbin with, with Patrick Corbin actually mainly coming out of the bullpen and then like Hudson and um, Doolittle wasn't it really yeah all the, the other the other guys that pitched in the World Series I think only pitched in games when they're already quite far behind in order to just save the other guys. But it's basically even sometimes just having a very um having that like that definite line between these are our these are our guys, you know, these are the guys that we're using in high leverage and these are the other guys. I think maybe can be helpful in, in that sense. Whereas the well, Astros I was got thinking so much exactly that. Where it's like all of their guys is like you feel like you could use them in high leverage, but I was thinking this earlier. It's interesting yeah. you say that because we we always you always talk about, or I'm guilty of it as anyone about bullpen depth, particularly in the playoffs. And actually, yeah. having a whole like having eight seven out of ten relievers, yeah, sort of has screwed a couple of teams over, hasn't it? Because like you said, they get in this position and it's like, well, we'll just pick any one of them. And instead, yeah. the Nationals have gone, well, we've got, like, yeah. one. But, we trust Hudson. Because they're up against it, is they sort of have to be more... Uh, maybe creative, but it's, it's not really creative, is it? It's just, like, they they have to take less risks with it. They're forced to not take as many risks, whereas 
But then they are risks, though, because we spoke yeah, about this in the in the yeah, um, preview I, of the yeah, League Championship not, series. Yeah, that's not really what I meant, but I mean it's like they are they're forced to go to and like stretch out those guys a bit more. They're forced like to Corbin, go. Like wait a second, Corbin did four. Corbin did four yesterday, did he? I think it was three. 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 But they're forced but yeah, to I make mean... decisions about we're winning this game or we're losing this game. Yeah. I think the thing is they're almost forced to be kind of binary because, like you said, they don't have this. Yeah, all of our relievers are quite good. It's like, well, we've got three aces and we've got a really good closer, yeah. and everyone else we don't really know. We don't want them in yeah. a game that we're winning. And I guess that sort of simplifies the decisions, doesn't it, in terms of pitching changes, which is really yep. I've, and that's I why Hinch, Hinch yeah. tripped up a bit yesterday, didn't he? Was he yeah. partly because of this? He was almost spoiled for choice, and ended up just picking yeah. people like and, and why Ryan, you get that you get the you ends up with the classic moment that you seem to always have in um you know big big postseason games when people get knocked out of like the f- famous pictures of Garrett Cole warming up but then not coming out of the bullpen well it's going to be remembered it's like like well you know it's like like the Zach Britton thing or other times it's happened before where um you've ended up leaving your best guy in the bullpen because you have other guys that you, that you think that are good so you're like they're good they'll do but they're not Garrett Cole that's yeah. the thing why what someone needs wait, to be so in the manager's sort of, ear the whole game yeah. so there's sort of yeah but you, you know it's it is sort of um I mean, I don't really blame him though, as well, because it's it does sort of make sense if sort of you know we'll give try and give Cole a clean inning and then he can do the rest of the game. Um, but also at the same time, it's like it's probably not the right decision in that situation. Yeah, there's, and, there's a lot of luck in that, isn't there? Yeah, but that, and that's where the Nationals um, don't don't really have the choice to do that, do they? In that no. situation in Game Seven. Um, they're not bringing in one of their guys that is not like Daniel Hudson, one of the starters, or maybe Sean Doolittle. And like, even he was on the periphery for bits of this postseason. Yeah, it was. It was basically like they were winning games with their starters, and then Hudson gets three outs. It was. It was amazing. I mean, th- there's a wider conversation. I don't know if we'll have time for it in this podcast about the reaction. To what people were saying with they've got um they had three starting pitchers who had enormous contracts and all this stuff yeah. about maybe teams not wanting to pay that money particularly to pitchers i'm not sure it's that strong an argument because i don't think you're going to win the way they did every year or many years no. like the the concerns you had about them in the nlcs yeah i think basically was that they that... needed to sweep they had to sweep that yeah, series and they did i think even yeah even if they'd gone they'd play one or two more games in championship series they would not have won the World Series. Who knows what because happens they to so the, their, their health? Such a small group as well, but not even just their health. I think it's just like oh yeah, something goes plan, wrong, like short rest and stuff. Oh, I like, agree, but it, I, a lot I of think it, with Scherzer, Scherzer ends up like having to be scratched from a start, yeah. and then was clearly not himself yesterday. Like, there's just a higher chance that happens to any of them when you put even more yeah. wear and tear on them, isn't there? Yeah. And not having the gap as well, I think it's a huge thing. Yeah, that really helped them out, didn't it? Really, really helped them out a lot. Um, it's, a, it's a very cool story, I think, the way the Nationals have done it. I mean, there's all the, what was it, 19 and 31? Or was it even worse than that they started the season? Uh, yeah, it was 19 and 31. The 
I mean, there's the losing Bryce Harper as well. The, isn't that the worst? The worst fifty game start by a World Series champion or something. Yeah, and and losing losing their their homegrown superhero to a division rival who then falls off way behind them in the division yeah. ranks. Um, the, the the guy they they could have given some of the money they gave to Corbin could have given it to Bryce Harper, but then they obviously wouldn't have won the series that World Series of that formula. Yeah. Um, there are so many different things that I thought made it just quite a nice moment that they won it. Not to mention, we've we've t- spoken about um, the NL East, but particularly the Nationals, I think, on this podcast a lot, and yeah. said how they're kind of forgotten about. Yeah, well, yeah, even at the start of the um, start of the year when they lost Harper, and everyone was ordering their, you know, how the um, NL East is going to finish. I mean, most people had the Nationals fourth. Yeah, I seem to remember. I think. And the Phillies, obviously, is the runaway winners. In their division, Bryce Harper. the Phillies are spending money. Yeah. And, and they were they kind of... They had the Harper hype, and they were spending loads of money. And there's just a lot of excitement around the sport in Philadelphia. Um, the Braves have got the young core and the farm that still is still one of the best. And the Mets are in New York, so people talk about them a lot. And the Nationals are just sort of plodding along. They kind of controlled the division for a few years. Lost yeah. Harper, and there was this. Oh yeah, they'll fall off now. Yeah, this this the thing is though is that everyone was. Uh, well, I've seen stuff even since the World Series. If you know, uh, actually, it was it you that sent me that tweet, one of them, that uh, lose, losing their best player. Oh about yes, that, about doing this after yes. they lost their best player. So I don't think he was. I mean, he he may have been their third best player last year. If he was on this team now, he'd probably be. The fifth best player at best. Well, he's behind, he's definitely behind Scherzer and Strasburg, isn't he? Rendon, Soto. He's Rendon, Soto. Yeah, that's that's the four I was going to go with on this team. And when they'd lost him, he was probably behind Rendon and Scherzer. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. And, and well, the thing is now is that Rendon, since, well, it's since like the postseason, it's been building up, hasn't it? But Rendon is now known as one of those guys, isn't he? Yeah, one of those like elite, elite hitters, and everyone's that. woken up to Juan Soto. Is Juan yeah. Soto is now is part of the? Because that was another thing I was going to say about in their division was yeah. there's exciting, exciting young talent in the analyst. Soto could be the best of all of them. Yeah, as a hitter at least, and it, it, everyone's going to acknowledge them now, and it, it may well go too far the other way. Who knows? But the, is the perception of them has changed very quickly, and it's just quite good to see. I think. Yeah, I, I, I've been quite a fan of the Nationals, like, from the off-season, really, of like, what they were doing and everything, and just, just liked a lot of their players. Yeah, same. I wasn't actually convinced by the Corbin deal, but that's an yeah, backfire. No, I remember that, yeah. Um, But yeah, that's gone all right, hasn't it? Yeah. Him, him being a, him being like a long-relief guy actually works really well, doesn't it? Because he's not one of these starters that's got a big repertoire. Yeah, but it's his all stuff... about slider and then like clipping the zone with a fastball and then the slider, yeah, you know, um, just dropping away. Yeah. So yeah, doing like shorter stints and stuff out of the bullpen like really suited him. Yeah, he'd have no time to pick, start picking up the slider, and it they're just in a mess. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a little bit of a shame, though, for the Astros, I would have said, because 
what Asma was saying of just how impressive they are. They're now not as impressive, are they, all of a sudden? I think they they feel like they, that team deserves um, another World Series, but there's probably quite a good chance they're not going to have a Garrett Cole next year. Yeah. A very good chance. I mean, it, it, his his interview after the game sounds like he's not even considering staying. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. What was his interview, actually? This, you mentioned uh, this a minute ago. He said, technically, I'm unemployed. And he wore a Boras Corporation hat. Wow. Um, yeah, so I, not really... He said some other things. I, I I haven't read all of it in detail, but yeah, I but mean, that, that's, that, that's not someone who's yeah, yeah sound like his team. Yeah, in, like incredibly loyal to the Astros. I mean, it doesn't mean he won't go back to the Astros, but it's not like he has the Astros as any higher priority than any other team. You can say very different stuff to that, though, can't you? Can't you what? say hey, I, I've loved my time here. I've really yeah. enjoyed it. I, this is a great, great yeah, team to be a part of. That's what I mean. Of. Yeah. That's Who what knows I mean. what the future holds? Yeah. Um, that sounds a bit like I'm going somewhere else. They've told me they're not giving me the money. Yeah, or even there point. was some speculation about the way he was used, the way he was not used last night. What was that about? Yeah. Well, yeah, as you just mentioned. I mean, was he annoyed he wasn't used or did yeah. he ask to not play? And then they said, okay, you care more about your free agency than winning the World Series. See ya. Who knows? I mean, he was warming no, up. Wolf. If he'd asked to not play, I assume he wouldn't have been warming up. Yeah, he that's true. Not warmed up. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he is. I mean, especially not... this soon after as well. It's like that interview you're talking about when you're talking about free agency and stuff. This soon after um, losing the World Series too. You can see that because well, because also a lot of these players, like no matter how good you are, um, well, a lot of like perennial all stars never get a chance to win the World Series. Yeah, and they were in Game Seven, and um, well, I think most people would have thought that if they'd managed to bring Cole into the game at that point, they would have had a very good chance. Yeah, because no one has really been able to get anywhere near him. Yeah, for the last six months, um, there were comparisons. I know we always end up mentioning the Giants at some point, but there were actual comparisons from non-Giants people to the way that Bruce Bochy used Baumgartner in 2014. Um, and having a structured plan for it in particular. Oh, right. And that, that was the thing with Houston, was it seemed like there wasn't a plan for, we are going no. to do this to get the ball to Cole. Because I know that's how yeah. Bochy, it was set up, the whole team, Where is the it? pitch was is that, involved. It was the seventh inning, was it? I yeah. No, the seventh inning when they scored the runs. Because really, yeah, like, if you were planning around getting the ball to Cole at some point, He's got to do three, surely. You yeah, say, surely you at least he's trying to do three, or at least you bring him in at that point and then maybe go to a sooner for the close or something. Say, yeah. Um, but you say, so yeah, you would have thought that if there is a plan, the latest you're aiming to give the ball to Cole is the start of seventh inning. Yeah. yeah. Or instead, it seemed to be that Cole, and this is what there are a lot of a lot of comments about. What are they saving him for game eight or something? Um, yeah. But there, there seemed to almost be like Cole was in a, a break, break in case of emergency box, and it was like, well, this is an emergency. Yeah. This is Game Seven of the World Series. The, yeah, this the, is it, like it, any base runner is an emergency. 
Yeah, it, yeah, it's not like... So we've talked about the Nats, how they were very aggressive with using their starters when they had a sniff of winning, and it worked yeah. out for them. They basically had to be like that yesterday. It's the yeah. only time the Astros had to be like that. Yeah. That's this the, is the time, and the he didn't is, do it. It was weird. The Nationals were basically um, almost, because of their ballpark situation, forced to manage every game like Game 7 of the World Series. Yeah, if we but need three outs, to, we're going to use yeah. our ace. And basically. it managed to work. Like, earlier in the... The fact that it worked, like, almost every time earlier in the postseason, I think, meant that they could go so far. Because I think basically, the reason why people don't manage every game like that in a baseball season is because it's, I don't think it's very sustainable. No, but sweeping not. sweeping the Cardinals basically meant that they, you know, they got some, they got the got the break and stuff, and managed oh, to just carry on doing it. It is when you think about I it. I think really, that it... was the huge moment. Is that um, sweeping that series when the Astros obviously didn't. Yeah, but when you think about how they managed it and their use of their starting pitchers, it is sort of comical. Like you said about it not being sustainable, is it's this is the sort of mental management that like I can't think of a particularly yeah. good comparison with other sports because if you anything similar in other sports would just seem insane. It was like these guys that usually pitch every fifth day. Well, we need to win this game now, so we're just going to make them pitch all the time. And yeah. somehow they did it for like a month because and the huge thing, like you said, was those that break they earned by their starters going deep and also because they went deep in games. They didn't need to use starters in relief all the time. Yeah, it just basically the Cardinals yeah, and the Nationals of the World Series having enough good starters. And I think to be honest, the role of Anibal Sanchez through the whole thing, because you always got the three main guys, but the fact they could have an, another starter who could go deep into games and you know keep them in them very yeah. very much keep them in them. Uh, you know, it was huge as well. It's basically they had four guys four starters and they need to you know work it out in some combination to pitch the whole of each game pretty much apart from Hudson yeah yeah it's, and yeah, and then this guy that occasionally will do the ninth yeah. inning because he, he imagine even that could the, talking about basically it's the fact they didn't have to have a huge amount of workload over the whole month is a thing and Anibal Sanchez had a couple of those ridiculous starts didn't he that no one really expected yeah, earlier in October, it's like if if some of those maybe maybe if Sanchez did what sort of what people expect, like he'd done like giving up free runs over like five or six or something, and then and then you have to bring guys in for longer, and then maybe and then maybe then even after bringing in guys, you'd lose the game anyway. Well, that was the big That's thing, definitely. wasn't it? It's, yeah, that like, was when the big they... thing. Was when that happens, you're so far behind the eight ball because you've lost. Yeah, the ace in your hand, quite literally, literally and figuratively, you've lost the ace, and you've lost the game, and it's just like, well, like, we, yeah. as we say in the Cardinals series, if that happened in one of the games, yeah, and it that, suddenly well, that's why I predict the Cardinals to win it in our last, um, well, the podcast before last, wasn't it? I I thought the Cardinals would win it because I just couldn't see it being sustainable, but basically managing to pull it off. You know, and sweep that series meant that they it was basically a reset, wasn't it? It then meant that yeah. the rest of October, in terms of workload and people getting tired and stuff, was almost not relevant for the World Series. Yeah, it was. It's another element to this kind of underdog story, and it sounds crazy to say underdog story when, 
how much money is it that's committed to Corbin Strasberg and Scherzer? Like, this isn't like a Rays or Athletics scrounging the pennies together to compete with the Yankees yeah. or something. But even that, so they did. They came from behind in the regular season. They did it in the wild card game. They defeated the Dodgers against all odds yeah, well, in the division they, series. They they had five elimination games, and every one of them came back from behind to win. Yeah, I mean, so that alone. But even, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Was that is awesome. And then even their method for doing it was sort of against the odds. Like we were saying about yeah. the way they use the way they use their pitchers. There's a reason that's not commonplace. I kind of get the feeling another team is going to try and do this in the playoffs, and it's going to go horrendously wrong. It's just going to be like, well, now you've used all of your starters in one game and lost it. What? Who's starting tomorrow? Yeah. I mean, I think. Um... Martinez, the manager, uh, earns like uh, deserves quite a lot of credit really for that, doesn't he? Oh yeah, I, the, I think the postseason really and pitching changes specifically is basically is where the managers have make the big difference. Yeah, that's where it. I mean, that's how Bruce Bochy managed to win three World Series, go back to the Giants again. But you know, it's like he's like an all-time great manager, which means that you managed to get it get the team over the line. And there's yeah there's there's okay. luck in it at times, but you also there's there are other times when you're unlucky and you lose one game. Yeah. But I think there's enough games played in a series that usually good managers it does balance out. So yeah. if if you outmanage your opponent, especially and if the teams are close enough, yeah. Yeah. They don't even yeah, have to it, be that close. I think for the you know for the management to really come through. Particularly when you get really messy decisions, if you if you're against the certain managers, just seem to, yeah. or if they've got two options, seem to always pick the wrong one. And that's yeah. not luck. You could argue, oh well, it's yeah. only a small sample in the postseason, but it's not luck when in a series, every time you change pitcher, it goes wrong. Yeah, I mean AJ Hinch is a really good manager, but I I think basically yeah, it's sort of you can almost put it down to that decision not bring Garrett Cole in or not having a specific plan. Um, yeah, I think the plan was the big thing. Garrett Cole. Because how the game actually played out, where they were, was yeah. not, should have been in, in your was little... perfect, wasn't it? In it your was playbook, perfect. that should have been what you wanted, was yeah, like we Granky get a couple of Scherzer. Yeah. Granky does six. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, once you've got the two runs off Scherzer, um, and you've, it's game seven, so all, everyone's available, pretty much. Um, yeah, like they they should have won. Yeah, basically they like. I think and scoring I think the two scoring the two off Scherzer and Greinke not giving up any, not like, winning the game from there when they've got the best pitcher in baseball and their bullpen. Yeah, I don't. I think you've got to put a lot of that on the manager. I'd, yeah. I yeah. I I would even go. We've spoken a lot before about um giving pitchers clean innings, but I'd be tempted to go with the thing where if. Because there's also a debate about whether you take Granky out when they did, but if you're taking him out then, yeah, I I think it's it's almost at that point it was I'd rather lose because I brought in Jarrett Cole than lose because I brought in a bullpen. Yeah, it was, it was um, Joe Smith and Will Harris, wasn't it? That yeah, and they're they're good they're, relievers. They're good, they're, they're good relief pitchers. They're above yeah, average also... relief pitchers, but they're not Garrett Cole. Like no. I think if you're gonna lose Game Seven when you've got the lead. Don't lose ne- it with Garrett Cole. Not neither of them in the game. are either a particularly like massive strikeout guys either. No, like they're no, not. He's not. 
It's not even Ben Batanza. They're not, they're not is like it? dominant guys. They're just they they their ERAs over the year are actually really really good, but they're just two like standard relief pitchers. But I, well, and Joe Smith particularly, I think pitches contact quite a bit. That have just had good years. Like that's it. That and that that does not really mean that in this one specific situation uh, they're going to be able to pull that off again. <laughs> Yeah, there's a time for trusting your guys and it is not with the go-ahead run at the plate in the seventh no. inning of Game 7 of the World Series. That is the time to go to to go at Carl, yeah. surely. Yeah, I you think. have to, yeah. You need you need strikeouts, don't you, at that point? You don't want to give them a chance of putting the ball in play and something ha- making something happen. Yeah, somewhat. Just, or, or just even how so, many, how so many big runs in big posts in games seem to be scored is just... I don't well, know, that, that just Nick fumbled. Or... Yeah, it was that, actually that was... when they tagged on. Yeah. But that that was I thought that at the time was just like, in fact, I had a, a flashback to Jason Roy in the Super over misfielding the ball in the World Cup final. Was yeah. just like Mariznick's a good defensive center fielder. He he will never do that. Yeah. Apart from then. Yeah. Um. I I think there's an, an aesthetics point of it as well though. Of just. It really doesn't look good when you lose from that situation and Cole doesn't get in the game. Yeah. And I don't mean from what is everyone going to think of me thing. I mean from if I was AJ Hinch, I'd be thinking like, I'm going to, I wouldn't feel good if I was managing a team and I lost the game. Yeah. Without getting him on the mound. He'd had a few days rest as well, hadn't he? Really? I mean, if like even at a stretch, I mean, I don't think that'd been the right decision because. But I'm saying, like, at a stretch, it didn't seem that ridiculous that he would have started the game. Yeah. To be honest. Um, but, um, I mean, I, I don't think I would have done that. But basically, because starters actually have a, not a great record when they, you know, start on um, short rest a lot of the time. Cole but threw yeah, basically... seven innings and 110 pitches in game five. And they didn't, they didn't actually get him to the mound. Bumgarner yeah. threw a complete game shutout and more pitches than that in Game Five in 2014 and pitched five innings. Yeah, I know Bumgarner's no, performance you, is a freak. You, you shouldn't have judge to, it by that, but yeah, you, but he could have pitched. You have to build the plan around it, don't you? It's like you, you get the ball to him in the middle innings at some point. Yeah, probably. maybe maybe even the sixth inning. But and if it, if it goes worse, maybe bring him in sooner. But like, you need to get him in the game. Especially and see with, what he is. Yeah, see, like, that's the thing. Is is if it goes yeah, wrong, if it goes wrong, then you take him out, and go to the other guys. But you, you have to give him the chance of being what he's done all year, and yeah, just, you know, doing because at that point as well, you bring him in the sixth or seventh, three or four dominant innings from Garrett Cole does not seem like a ridiculous thing to ask, does it? Well, that's it, just standard. That's what Patrick Corbin did, and it's what Charlie Morton did when the Astros yeah. won a couple of years ago, and when because the trouble with that. More than when a reliever does it is when a reliever does it is like oh they might do two. Yeah. There's just this sense of oh no when you see they've got it, and Morton yeah. and Corbin are not Cole. If Cole came in in the sixth inning and just looked like his normal self, it would have been. I w- I think I might have gone to bed to be honest. I think I yeah. would have just been like, well they're not going to yeah. get the ball in play now, are they? I, I, I may well have done. I was I was pretty much falling asleep in like the, around. I was the expecting inning. it. I was expecting yeah. it when there were two runs ahead and Cole was warming up. I was like, oh, I'm going to get to go to sleep pretty soon. I was pretty excited. Yeah. Even if you do watch the whole of it, it might not last very long. Yeah. 
It's just going to be people striking out quickly. <laughs> yeah. This. Yeah, it's, it's sort of. You always seem to. F I always think of the Astros anyway of doing absolutely everything right, and they do. Don't yeah, they really is why they're so impressive, and that's like almost the only thing they haven't done right in it's over the last makes like three or four seasons, probably. It was is what um, the uh, conspiracy theorist in me wonders about the conversations or relationships in the clubhouse that led to that happening because that was just it's so strange i mean particularly with him going into free agency and wearing yeah this slightly um passive aggressive interview straight after it um you do wonder whether there was just a slightly a fractured relationship somewhere there that made him not want to go to yeah cole because it does all that yeah before the, yeah, the actual decision about it yeah, whether whether he's made a it comment seems like about it definitely is after that. Yeah, yeah, and um, the thing is, like, that's the part of the reason I I, I sort of speculating along those lines is like you said, the Astros don't do stupid stuff. No, they they, they don't, don't seem make to make the wrong decision ever. No, at any level, and and even even AJ Hinch has been like that. He's been clinical. Yeah, and sent even when stuff's gone wrong, you've gone well. That was the he did it for the right reasons. And then this time, it happened to just be like, I don't get it. I don't understand how you can lose that game without Cole pitching. Yeah, I know. And it, 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 all that sort of thing, when it doesn't make any sense, it makes you want to wonder <laughs> why, why it got to that conclusion. Yeah. I, I, I guess the thing is, well, with like the Grenke stuff, I, I, I guess the, where the argument goes is basically they, don't want, they want to bring him in with a clean inning. Yeah, Which it's like I, I think it makes sense for starters because they're not used to coming in when it's not clean inning, and then also Granky was rolling, um, so they were just trying to get as much as possible out of Granky, which I guess I mean also makes sense on its own. But I think when you've got Garrett Cole, you have to he has to, you know he he sh needs to be playing a pivotal role in the game. Yeah, he's the part of the series, like. No matter how good Granky's been, it's like maybe you don't have to send him out for the seventh. Don't know how many pitches he was on, to be honest. But like, well, I even even when his because that's the other thing is, I, I'm um, relatively of... low. I you, you just have to you have to get Garrett Cole in the game when he's he's what is it? We've, we've, he's had like two or three days rest as well. It's not like he was just. Yeah, it's not like he started game game six. I mean, yeah, I. I don't know where I stand on the Granky thing because it was part of me as well. I was shocked when he came out, but then you could also say he'd given up a home run and walked someone, and then the go-ahead run was at the plate, and then they brought in a reliever who's done well. Yeah. Well, that doesn't sound too bad, but as you said, context: Granky had been dealing up until then. Yeah, they had Cole. We we've had this loads of times, haven't we? When we we've uh, we talked about this um, sort of thing, is those sort of pitching changes mid inning like that when. You you know you're trying to get the extra inning out of your starter. He's going relatively well. I mean, obviously he was going really well this time. Um, and then something happens, which means you take them out after like you know a minorish not, thing. Yeah, a minorish. I mean, I guess it was like you said, it was well, it was a home run and a walk, wasn't it? I guess. I guess. The yeah. Walk. But um, even so, it's like if you bring if that is making you bring them out, 
um, why did you send them out in the first place? Especially in a, yeah. in a game seven situation where you're thinking, where you if you're that close to taking him out, take him out is basically the thing. Yeah, is everyone should be on the shortest possible lease. Um, and that that was the weird yeah. thing for me was, and I, I would also maybe I'm being a bit old old fashioned about this and just being a bit too pro starting pitcher. I'd even go um, to get you out of that situation. It wasn't quite a jam. Okay, the go ahead run was at the plate. That yeah. was a bit scary. Wouldn't you rather have Granky or Cole yeah, do that? Especially the way that Granky had been going. Even though he'd walk someone, I think you at least give him the next batter. Yeah, I mean, so it's, I, it's I just think of the when starters are. I mean, I don't actually know what pitch count is on, which doesn't help because I think that adds it was, context to it. As it well. wasn't. It wasn't very high. I'll try and check okay. it on my phone. But a, yeah, it wasn't very high. The fact it wasn't very high means that yeah, like there's yeah, there's no need to take him out because unless pitchers are getting incredibly tired. You know, they're like... He like, was on 80. The, okay, so yeah, there's no way that it, that it makes any sense of the the argument that he's he's obviously suddenly got really tired, so he's given up the home run and lost control. I mean, he's only on 80 pitches, so that wouldn't be the case. And it's, you know, when pitchers are dealing like that, they're not often going to give up a home run and then a walk and then give up something else, are they? There's, no. There, there's no reason why he would have suddenly fallen off a cliff. I mean, he may well have done, but... I, will, I would have rather trusted him as, as well, especially when it's like a Cy Young winner. And he's, yeah. you know, a guy that's been brilliant yeah, here. And, and his exp how experienced he is in everything like, like that. I, I just, I go back to the uh, bit broken record on this. I would rather, I would have felt better about them losing the game with leaving Grenke in and he gives up the home run. Yeah. Or you bring Cole in and he gives up the home run. Yeah, and that's what I mean about being like maybe I'm being too pro those two being way better than relievers I don't know but yeah I, I think it's the fact as well is that if they're basically those two pitches they did use Harris and um, what's his name the submarine guy Smith Smith Harris and Smith yeah is they they were basically at the top of their packing order because of the Basically, because they're regular season ERAs, it seems like. Um, which I mean, you know, a lot of as a, a lot of stats people say that the ERA is a pretty terrible stat for relief pitchers over a single season. Um, and yeah, so it's like I don't know whether that's really something they should have been basing it on. Because that seems to me the the basis of those guys being the main guys. Because, but because they're not really like strikeout guys at all, which really is uh, guys that you bring in in a jam as well. Generally, you want the high strikeout guys, don't you? Yeah, and the guys that kind of come in and strike people out to get out of it. Um, because they also take the lottery element out. They, yeah, they take they take the the dropped pop up or the the bloop out of the game a bit more, don't they? That's the key. Yeah, but I guess maybe the thing is, I mean, like Asuna basically, like Asuna, I would have preferred, like that would have made more sense. Yeah, to me again, as well. that's that's what I'm finding really hard is basically every every possible option that Hinch had to me now, and it's easy to say this as these are the things that didn't happen, I suppose, but they all seem like even losing it that way would have been better than how they ended up losing yeah. it. They lost like it by almost. They went traditional with their bullpen a bit. Yeah, that's. They yeah, went, I saw what they did, wasn't it? It's like, oh, it's only the seventh inning, 
can't bring the closer in. We can't yeah. bring can't bring the star in the middle of an inning. And it's like, um, well, you know, our star is going. We can't take him out the game. Our star is like pitching well. We can't take him out the game. Um, basically, all that. Oh stuff. no, it's gone a bit wrong. Let's take him out the game. So, no, yeah, it's, it's almost it's almost going against the whole, you know, the like new age pitching management stuff that the Astros yeah. have actually like been quite a big part of. They almost did the opposite of that in every way. It's like, you know, l- not bring a sooner in because it's like he's got to be the guy that get that gets the save. Yeah, he he's not had the best postseason, but like you say, yeah, he's, he's more he's a of a guy. guy you, yeah, he's least. more of a guy you'd use in in that spot. And got more pedigree, and well, and the fact he's a closer means he's more used to like the huge pressure situations. Yeah, I, I, like or Presley, to be honest. Yeah, even though he'd, but, he'd struggle. Well, maybe they were saving before. saving him for the eighth because he's their setup man. I don't know. Yeah, but that's the yeah. It just doesn't make it, sense. This one set it, it's just all gone a bit. Nineties, uh, maybe nineties, early two thousands baseball. Probably like to be honest, is is all this change has actually been quite recent? It's probably like early twenty mm. tens <laughs> even. Yeah. <laughs> You're gone a bit bochy with it. Yeah. But not although, the good bochy. Although bochy wasn't, was he? I was having that's the thing no. with bochy says the bochy was was adaptable. Well he would have changed pitches even more than Hinch did. He would have changed pitches about twenty five times in the seventh inning last night. Let let them yeah. throw one pitch each. Yeah. But especially so, when you've got Cole, I don't understand. You don't need. There's no need to save a sooner, is it? Because if you want Cole to have a clean inning, you can bring a sooner in, and then bring Cole in for the rest of the game. Once a sooner gets out of it, what it makes me wonder is if Hinch. This sounds more mean than it's meant to. Just wasn't thinking, or maybe wasn't thinking yeah, clearly. I, in the, the way Granky was going, he thought, "Oh, he's rolling here. Sit down, yeah. Garrett. Sit down, and then." When he started giving up stuff, he was like, oh, God, I've got to go out there. I've got to do something, yeah. So I think he, he sort of he's almost like, well, in two minds. Up. Yeah, Cole wasn't ready. Not, and it... not decisive about we're bringing Cole in anyway and not decisive about backing Grenke. He was sort of like, oh, Grenke's yeah. going well. But then he gives up one home run. And um, panicked a bit. And panicked, yeah. And when, what would I do if this is a regular season game in this spot? So as if Cole's not on the table and Azuna you don't use in the seventh inning in the regular season, because yeah. but it wasn't. It was game seven of the World Series, and yeah, they almost went weirdly. They almost went back more conventional than they have like all year. But save yeah. it for game seven of the World Series, it was the wrong for every time. Other team is the opposite. Yeah, it was the wrong time to go stupid. Maybe they just hurt. maybe someone told him before the game that you have to manage game seven differently and he did manage it differently yeah we're actually gonna have to stop by the way oh that's quite a lot of talk about pitching changes yes i know i just realized we probably could carry on maybe we'll do maybe we could do another one um we we could do another one like relatively soon anyway aren't we probably talking about the start of the off season yeah um but yeah maybe we need Two guys we've one. mentioned in the podcast, probably quite a lot of them. Yeah, I was thinking maybe we'll talk about that a little bit um, at the end of this, but we've not actually got any time. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll have to actually do another one because we've actually just 
just been talking for like 40 minutes and didn't even notice yeah that's that's a lot of talk about pitching changes and, and leverage and Garrett Cole yeah okay so um yeah we'll see you next time anyone that's still listening to that yeah well done for surviving it yeah or you can listen to our basketball podcast if you're so inclined which we may do another one of those at some point goodbye yeah bye